it can be scary, but we know that any connection that comes from being who you really are, the weirdo, the fully expressed, the not settling for breadcrumbs, the being X amount of age and not married, you will receive connection that is more fulfilling, deep, intimate, because you're not compromising yourself or trying to be someone else for that connection. Welcome, girls, to the Get Up Girl podcast, where we are making you live your fullest and fun life. My name is Joanna Vargas, and every week I will pour into you with my stories, tools, and fun radical candor. I believe that when you ask better questions, up-level your habits, and get freaking real, you will have a happier life. If you're looking for more fun, more magic, and more joy, you're my girl. This one's for you. Are you ready? Let's create your dream life. We are live here on the Get Up Girl podcast. I got my girl. She's still, she's Brittany Barcelos, Barcelos, like that. You got to say it like that. I like it like that. Yeah. We got to catch up. She and I met at Event Love, right, two years ago. I was like, Anyway, we met at this event about two years ago, right before everything happened, this little thing called the pandemic. And we went to go learn about events <laughs> and everything was shut down. But let's jump into it. Brittany, thank you so much for being here. You've been on the show a few times and I'm so incredibly grateful. And let's catch up. Yeah. How are you? And I see a big rock on your hand. That's right. I thought you were going to talk about my light ring in the back, but you're, you're talking about this light, right? Not this one. So, I mean, things have been happening over here. Still not married. That's why we're joking about that last name. But hey, we can blame COVID for numerous of things here. Um, yeah, man, since event love, since our interviews, I feel like I've really stepped into who I am in my expression, in my business, everything is an extension of me. So it's been a wild ride. Yeah. Brittany, I'm glad that you brought that up because that's what we're going to be talking about today. Today's show is all about as women, how can we express ourselves even more? What is it that it is difficult for us to express ourselves fully, speak our truth, um, so I want to dive into that because you just said right now that after these past two years, like you're really stepping into self-expression. What was the difference before and how you run your business now? Mm, such a good question. I feel like if, if the audience is anything like me, I thought I was living in my expression. I thought that I was, you know, doing the things and, and speaking my truth and running a business that was in alignment with me. And I feel like what was the big pivotal shift was realizing I was hiding. Like here I was doing the things, you know, doing these interviews over here and there, <laughs> making the programs. But anytime I'd go to be seen in it, I would hide or I'd be seen, but then I'd like Josh myself on the back end and be like, oh, you're doing it. Like you're putting it out there. But I was playing small and it actually was around my fear of being seen. And this is this is a pattern, I think, as women that shows up 
again and again and again. And I've done a lot of work around this before, but it wasn't until it clicked that I was still in this pattern. And I want to dive in soon about why this pattern is even here for us in the first place. Let's dive in. Yeah. What have you discovered in this journey for you? Oh, so good. I love this topic, Brittany. Yes. And, and here's the thing, like I'm seeing this layer in my business around hiding and playing small and watering myself down and watering my message down. But the real pattern revealed itself for the first time in my relationship. And I feel like we talked a lot about relationships last time. And when this pattern of playing small, the fear of being seen in all of me played out in my relationship, I went and got a lot of support around this. And I learned that all of us as humans, like this is literally the human condition of being afraid to be seen. So it actually stems from attachment. Do you know anything about attachment theory? And I'm going to, I'm going to break it down because I love this example and everyone can relate to this. When we were babies, we literally needed our caregivers to survive, right? It's like, if you didn't have water or food, you would die literally as a baby. So right out of the womb, we were Basically, we learned how to survive in our environment. And quickly, we learned that if we needed something, what would we do? We'd cry. What else? I don't know. What would you do? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Cry, get somebody's attention. Whatever we had to do. Whatever we had to do to survive. And what ended up happening for most of us growing up is this conditioning, this attachment wound of like, I need the caregivers, I need connection to survive was embedded into everything that we did. And so the more that we needed connection to survive, the more we abandoned who we were to get connection. Ooh, Brittany, that's great. Because, ooh, okay, I'm going to go take a little turn here because I was listening to a podcast this morning and It was similar to self-expression. However, they titled it as being weird. They're like, are you willing to be weird? Yes. Meaning equals, are you willing just to be different? And another equals, are you willing to choose for you? Yes. Are you willing to choose for you? So being seen is choosing for us. Speaking what we would like is choosing for us. But many times we choose for others in order to fit in, in order not to be a weirdo. Yep. So I got to be like everybody else. And Brittany, everybody else is playing small. Most yep. people besides yep. Jeff Bezos and people of that nature, Oprah, Beyonce, yep. like those people are choosing large. Yes. You're choosing small. Yes. And I'm like, wow. So I want to go back to what you're talking about with the attachment. Because I wonder, have you done this or studied this with babies that had, I guess, more self-soothing that didn't need as much, you know, children that were raised to be a little more self-sufficient Were they, did they have less attachment? Cause I was raised a little bit more like that. And I wonder if that's why I chose more for me. Mm, that's a really interesting concept because right with attachment and With getting your needs met, if you got your needs met as a child, more often than not, 
you had a more secure attached foundation. And the more securely attached you are to your caregivers, to the world around you, the more safety you already feel to then go out and explore the world, then go out and be yourself, then go out and do the things that your heart desires. And I do think that like, if those needs were not met or you didn't feel safe, seen, soothed when you were little, then all of that plays into maybe how you view yourself or the safety around what it is like to be yourself. But I do, I think that like, you, when you talk about people who are fully expressed, you brought up such a good point here. It's so crazy that you were listening to that podcast this morning. And here we are talking about this, that like, we, we have to get to the place where being in our self-expression, our fullest expression is more important than being in connection. Like we have to choose self-expression over connection. Brittany, would you say that many of us, or at least people that I've witnessed, choose a relationship just in order to have connection over self-expression of what they would truly like? But as long as I'm here with a warm body, mm. I will be in this relationship. Ugh. I mean, yeah. Anyone want to raise your hand on that one? Don't worry. We can't see you. Me. You yeah. probably at some point. And this ties Absolutely. into that attachment. If we're more insecurely attached, if we didn't get the basic needs met growing up, we literally don't even know the difference. Like we go into these relationships settling because at least we have a body next to us. At least this is helping us feel safe or not alone. So we're so afraid of being alone and being rejected that we'll get into relationships that just kind of meet that need without bridging all of the needs we actually need to be secure adults in relationships. It's like um, settling for breadcrumbs, that saying, mm -hmm. you know? And it really, it's just, where are you at in your attachment? How have you been brought up? Yeah. Uh, I really enjoy that that point of view right there, Brittany, because I, many times I'm very curious. I'm one of those, you know, Tony Robbins says that he loves what he does because he gets, he likes people watching and human behavior. And I'm very much like that. I love human behavior. It intrigues me. It just fascinates me. Mm -hmm. And the other day I was having this conversation. I was like, I wonder if, because I am not married yet, I would like to be, I would like to be in a relationship. I mean, I have my boyfriend and I wonder looking back now, you know, you can look back once you're forward and go okay, what was it that I chose what I truly desired? Because if I would have chosen Brittany for everyone else, I could have been married a hundred times. Like yes. that's easy. Like finding a, any guy to marry me, that would have been easy. Yeah. But choosing for what I truly, truly desired and being the weirdo. Mm -hmm. like I was the weird, like you're not married. I mean, it's a little bit later oh. now, but my thirties was like, you're not married. You know how many people thought I was a lesbian because I wasn't oh. married? I'm like, that's very interesting. Right. But if you're not married in order to just take someone to marry you, then I must be a lesbian. I'm going, okay, well, I love men and I, I choose to be with men. And I was, I'm going to say brave enough, Brittany, to, to be the weirdo and choose different. 
And I'm noticing the younger generation now choosing that. And it's no longer as weird as it was before. But having that attachment to another human being, I'm just so grateful. You know, there's other parts of my life where it was tough for me for me to choose me, but I I look back and go, wow, what was that? So I just wanted to bring that up and what you thought about that. Yeah, I mean that's one like congratulations because with our generation or wherever most yeah. of us who are listening are like that is going against the grain, and we've yeah. talked about this before. It's so hard when we want to be accepted. So if our desire is to be accepted and that's greater than to be who we are and choose ourselves no matter what, then we'll always fall into whatever everyone else is doing, what they're wearing, how they're acting. And so I think it's great. And I also agree that like we're in this day and age where what does weird even mean? Like what does being married even mean? Like all of these titles and labels are just areas to kind of keep us safe or for people to understand us. So I feel like in your situation, choosing you and coming from that place and for anyone, it can be scary, but we know that any connection that comes from being who you really are, the weirdo, the fully expressed, the not settling for breadcrumbs, the being X amount of age and not married, you will receive connection that is more fulfilling, deep, intimate, because you're not compromising yourself or trying to be someone else for that connection. Brittany, amen. Yes. Yeah. I'm, I know looking in the mirror, I'm such a better woman for it. And I had to go through that journey and I'm like, oh, now I'm ready. And I know everybody has their own time for themselves. Mm-hmm. But for me, it was this amount of marinating for me. And now I'm like, oh, now I'm ready. Now it's going to be really freaking juicy. Yeah. And it was choosing for me, choosing for you. So everybody listening, how can you choose more for you? And Brittany, I wanted to bring something up because you talked about your relationship. Yeah. And I would love to talk about mine as well. And he's open to that. Ooh. I was curious, but okay. Let's do it. Because all right, I'm going to dive right in. So, a couple days ago, we were uh, my boyfriend and I were having a conversation about sex and what we like. And I thought I was pretty open with him until it hit me Brittany that I went, oh, I'm holding back. I am biting my tongue of, to tell him. Yeah. And then I'm going through my brain, I'm, I'm processing it, right? And I'm asking questions. Joanna, what is this? What is the block here? And I got I don't want to hurt his feelings. Ooh, okay. And then I had, you know, when it's like a split set second, Brittany, and your whole life flashes before your eyes. My whole life flashed before my eyes of how many times did I not tell my partner yes. that I liked because I didn't want to hurt his feelings. Mm-hmm. Right. So that's speaking my truth. So then I thought, okay, how can I tell him with still saying it clearly? Yes. You know, not like, mm, you know, like that kind of yeah. energy yes. and be kind. And be aware of what will work for him. And I told him, and it did hurt. It stung him for a bit. And I'm like, Joanna, sit in it. That's his choice now. I did everything I can. It's his choice how he's going to receive it. He was with it for about a minute. 
And then he kind of said, you know what? That was just me. Let's, let's get, and we had a conversation and he said, Brittany, wow, I didn't know that. Mm. Looked at him. I said, I apologize for not telling you that is Mm. not kind to you, not kind to me. And I'm like, wow. So we had this really cool conversation Then it led to something else. But I wanted to tell that story to, to have more conversations like this with women. I'm like, I wonder if there's more that we're not saying even to our man, that our person that we love so much because we don't want to hurt them. And it's more about them than us for you. Yes. That's so good. That's such a great example. Cause like how uncomfortable, like what more of a topic, you know, that that brings up our woundings, especially for men and the performer, like whatever it is, like our own shit may come to the surface, whether we're the ones speaking our truth or receiving it. But what I'm hearing for you is like, just by you doing that, it's almost like you were trying to protect him, but in reality, you were protecting yourself. And you were not being of service to either or because then you hide and shrink that truth. Meanwhile, the sex isn't as good. You start disconnecting. You don't want it. And then the same shit transpires somewhere else. Brittany, dang, that was good. (laughs) I thought I was protecting him, but I was actually protecting myself. I was avoiding defending everything for me, thinking it was for him. Yes. Wow. Yeah. And that's what we do. Yeah. So what are we at? Then we get to ask ourselves, what am, what am I avoiding by not saying this? What, like, what am, what am, what am I protecting myself from? What am I getting out of not speaking up here? Well, I bet your bottom dollar, then you would have, you're avoiding hurting him, which would make you feel bad, right? Or maybe it's that, what if he gets defensive and uh, rejects you? So you speak up for your need once and for all, the need that you hid for most of your life, most of the relationship, and they don't honor it. Then what? Do we have to face breaking up? Do you have to face literally being vulnerable and exposed and not getting the, the need met and then feeling rejected? Like there's so much underneath the story of like, I don't want to hurt him. Brittany, as soon as you said that and you asked the question, like, what am I avoiding? Yeah. Or what can happen? Or, And the first thing that came to my mind was the end of the road all the way to Z. I already, I already saw Z, but it was unconscious that, oh, he's going to leave me. Uh, Do you know what I mean? <laughs> and I'm like, I didn't even think that until you said it right now, that that's actually what I'm avoiding. I'm avoiding him leaving me. Uh, I'm like, Joanna is... Cuckoo, cuckoo nest. Uh, and if he does, uh, that's his choice. And I, I, that doesn't ring true for me. I'm like, mm, maybe, but not right now. It doesn't ring true. So that I am so hiding behind that. Oh, but yeah, because of the fear of being left. Even if you're in your truth and in this relationship, this goes back to our biggest fear from attachment. We need connection to survive. So we will compromise our truth because the fear of being abandoned or rejected, literally, we we would have died at one point. So it, it's that fear of abandonment and rejection and being alone or whatever it is that keeps us from being who we are. 
That's that's the perfect example right there. Perfect. Compromising our truth in order to oh, so many things. Wow. And the more that I ask, I, I I ask like, okay, Joanna, show me. Universe, show me. Show me when I'm not speaking. Show me when I'm not saying what I would like. Show me like I want to see it. Before I'd be like, oh no, I don't want to see. It. I want to see it now, Brittany. And I ask, show me, show me. And it comes up to the surface more often. I'm like, wow, I'm actually muting myself more often than I thought I was. Exactly. And what a beautiful place to be in. And anyone listening, what a great question to start with. Show me. Can you show me where I'm playing small? Can you show me where I'm abandoning my truth or avoiding the truth? That alone, if you're open to seeing it, no matter how scary or what it might mean, will set you free. Yeah, that's been my newest one, Brittany, I is show me. It's it's very much like a prayer, but it could be anything. Show me my next clients. Show yeah. me where, like, um, sometimes I'm, I'm communicating with my body. And I'm like, hey, body, what would you like to look like? You know? Mm. Because sometimes in my head, we're creating what we think we should look like. We should all look like this model. Or yeah. We should be a hundred and whatever pounds. It's like, wait, wait, hold on. What does my body want to be? Right. And I say, hey, body, show me what you want to look like. Mm. Show me. And I'll just, you know, you'll get pings. You'll get feather touches. Show me when I'm lying to myself. I mean, mm. we can go on and on. Show me, show me. Show me the greatness in the world. And you'll yeah. see things like. Ooh, I love that. And I love that you're playing with it in all these different areas. Has there been anything that's come through that's like, oh, crap? <laughs> like, that's a big one. I don't know if I'm ready for that. <laughs> you know what? I mean, we we're already talking about it, but it was that. Okay. It was the speaking up. It is, yeah. it is choosing for me. And then that podcast this morning that I heard, I'm like, yep, again, see, show me. I wasn't planning on listening to that podcast. Show me. Show me. Look at this conversation. Yes. Right? There you go. We had no idea we were going to talk about this, you know? <laughs> no idea. I was like, I usually I have a little idea of what we're going to talk about. And again, nothing, I'm, you know, just press record and we went. Uh, another example, Brittany, that you see in the difference between your self-expression before and to where it is now. Any other example? Oh, man. Um, there's a lot, but you know, I'm going to go on the relationship thing and I'm going to bring something that's super fresh for us too, that I feel like is similar, but different to what you're talking about. And I feel like because of relationships bring up our core woundings, like they are the place that show us where we're giving up ourselves or our self-expression. And you can't run from it. And I think for so long, I've been running from this like little piece. So my partner, love him. And he tends to um, want to lead from a place of fear. So like to the point where I would like be laying on the couch and he'd be coming home and I'd like get up to like pretend I'm cleaning something. Cause if I'm, if, it, if it's not clean when he gets home, like, He's going to say something. And I just noticed myself like shrinking and shrinking into this pattern, into this dynamic and not speaking up for how I want to feel in my house, in the relationship. 
And recently my mom was like, I mean, it got like, kind of like, in my face, like, hey, I know you're booking your wedding venue. Are you sure he's the one? She, that's what she asked me. And I was like, oh, that is a big question to get from your mom. What are you seeing that I'm not seeing? And, and it was more about me, like my patterns of, you know, he's very direct in what he wants. And you tend to go with that. You tend to go with what he wants and not really like advocate for the kind of puppy you would want or the kind of house you would want. And it really woke me up. And I realized like, you know what? It's not necessarily him. It's the role I am playing. And I have been in a lifelong pattern of not expressing who I am, what I desire. Because probably, yeah, the fear of being left, the fear of being who I am and it being rejected. So for me, the biggest one recently was like saying, hey, like I don't. And so when we when we are fully, when we want to express ourselves, a really good tip for anyone listening is to come from a place of impact. So when we express and we try to tell them what they're doing doesn't work, the moment we go like, you're doing this and it's wrong. Like then they go, they can go into defense. They can go into like not hearing you. And so I just came from a place of when you like do this, when you lead in this way, I appreciate it. I see you trying to help. And I just want you to know, I feel really small. Like I feel so small sometimes in this relationship. And here's what I desire instead. That will change everything. Brittany, that's one of the biggest things for me, how I changed my diction of how I speak to people. I used to be the pointer because yes. I really believed that if I said it that way, that they would understand it. I really, truly thought that. I was. I don't think I was doing it out of ego. Probably, who knows? But I really, truly believe if I tell them what they're doing that I don't like, then they're going to change it. Uh, didn't work, <laughs> Joanna. Right. And, yeah, I come from a... And I even, I like take a pause before I speak and go, I use this one, everybody listening, like in the future, this is what I would like. Or you know what? Mm. I would really like when you do this. Yes. Sometimes I'll use the in the future because at least I've noticed for me, it takes it away from right now. Yes. Future. Like maybe in the future, can you do me a favor when you take out the trash? Yeah. <laughs> and then I do a little yeah. high voice, a high voice works. Tone is everything. It don't matter. People love that. You know, can you spray it with Lysol? Thank you, sweetheart. I really appreciate it. So I never said to him, why don't you spray the trash bags with Lysol? Like, and he, because I just don't. But I wanted to say that, like, dude, spray it with Lysol. Yeah. Can you do this? Because, and then I'll give like a little because, because that's the way I see his brain work. Everybody's different. Yes. Oh, it changes everything. Everybody's light. I'm light. But before it, it was a nag. Yeah. It was a nag. Yeah. Never feels good. And from the person nagging, it's like, I, you feel like you need to say it that way in order to get the need met. And it's just not true. Oh, and you're not gonna, true. No, you think it's like, oh, this is the only way. And you're, you're reminding me too of like, 
when we see a pattern we don't like, or we want to correct a behavior in someone else, or we want to set a boundary, maybe like our boundaries are being crossed. A lot of the times we focus on lack, what's not working, the issue, and we fixate there when really the quickest way to change is to lean into desire. So I love that you said the future thing. So what do you desire in the future? It's not, well, this is the problem. You're the problem. It's I would love in the future for my trash bag to be sprayed with Lysol. I mean, to me, I'd be like, what the hell? Like, this girl's crazy. Who cares? Yeah. <laughs> but I, I see you in it. And so what is the desire? What do we desire to feel in the relationship? How do we want the dynamic to be? And then speaking that into existence. Mm. Hard. This would be a whole, a, a different planet if we did that more often speak about what we would like self-expression this is what i would like i say that a lot desire and like those two words rather than i don't like this or don't do it this way this is what i would like and then sprinkle in the little juiciness yeah the the high voice the tilt whatever works for your partner or friend or business partner or bestie Yes. Know what works. And I it works with him. And he tells me, he goes, I love when you use, use that voice. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. I'll use it. He yes. loves it. He goes, I feel like a man. I feel like, but cool, whatever. <laughs> it works. Everybody's different. But what I've noticed is that in past partnerships, it does work. And I almost mm-hmm. feel like um, I was taught again. Here's our self-expression. The truth is you should be a strong woman and not talk like that. Mm-hmm. I know many of my partners that love it. Yeah. Wow. And that, yeah, it's part of your expression. And that's what's cool too about like our fullest expression. When we allow ourselves to be in it and be seen, people respond to that, not because of whatever you say, it's the energy behind what you say that they can feel. It's like this congruency, like, ooh, like that feels really good to me. But if you were like, hi, like, can you please take out the trash? But really, you were like, F off. Yeah. yeah. That wouldn't land, you know? So fake. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> like, And that's the thing with self-expression. You know, when you ask me, like, of all the times we compromise who we are, I think that's the biggest thing is what I've realized in my business. Like, I have, like, the every time I hit huge milestones or grow quicker than I could have ever imagined on paper, it's when I'm being myself. And when I trust that being me is enough, and I think we can all fall into that trap of looking outside of us at what everyone else is doing. You hire the mentors to help you with the thing, and then you just become a version of them and water down who you really are. And I went down that hole last summer, and literally, like, my results were washed until I came back to, wait, like, I am enough. I am so magnetic when I am me and that's what attracts people to me and the success and the relationship, whatever it is. And so why are we watering ourselves down when really if we allow ourselves to be seen in our expression, in the fact that I'm wearing a tight skirt right now and that's who I am, but I was in PJs right before this, or maybe it's that like, I'm a little quirky sometimes, like showing these parts of ourselves for me has actually led to the biggest results in my business and in everything. 
All right, so good. Well, I want to tap on one last thing before we put a bow on this. Wow. I have, I want to see what your thoughts are on this. I have this hypothesis. Again, I like to, uh, human behavior, I like to watch people. And what I've noticed, what I'm aware of is that, and I think this is a part of being seen, Brittany. Most of us, when somebody says thank you to us, just watch people. Watch people around you. Now, this is just my take, like 95%, 99%, like a very high percentage will say, no worries. So let's say, for example, I tell you, hey, Brittany, thank you so much. You're like, yeah, no problem. No worries. And do you see how the word worry or problem, it's Mm -hmm. almost like a way of, I can't be seen. I can't receive your gratitude. Like deflection? A deflection. And I've noticed it more often lately. Back to the question of show me. Show me where I'm not so I'm like, oh, okay. And so I started really being aware of saying, you're welcome. So if Brittany, you tell me, thank you so much. I'm like, you're welcome. Because mm-hmm. I, I, I'm aware of that. When I say you're welcome, I can receive your gratitude. I'm fully receiving it. I'm being seen that I helped you with something. And I'm like, you're welcome. And your welcome is equal to like, yeah, I did that for you. And you're welcome. Right? Yeah. And Another one that I see is also uh, when somebody asks you, for example, you're sitting at a restaurant and the server comes up and says, would you like some more water? And you say, uh, this is what you say. No, I'm good. No, I'm, oh, I'm good. I've heard that a lot. I'm good. And you never really say no. Mm. Notice people, are, for example, instead of saying, no, thank you. No, thank you. It's a thank you. It's a no. It's a very clear. But yeah. notice most people say, I'm okay. Eh, mm, I'm okay. I'm okay. I'm okay. What does I'm okay mean? <laughs> Nothing to do with do you want more water? Right. Aware of that lately. And I'm wondering if it's because we don't want to be seen. It's hard for us to receive. It's hard for us to speak our truth, which is mm. no, thank you. And speaking it clearly mm. rather than, okay. And like this little, mm. like your mumbling it yeah so what do you think about that i'm curious god that's such a great thing to end on because there's so much in this like one when when you were talking at first i thought oh receiving like receiving the thank you and saying you're welcome is like this energetic exchange that we can cut short and it's the same with compliments so i thought of that right away like, think about that. Like, Brittany, I love your hair. And you're like, thank you. Yeah. Rather than I have to give you this whole story of why the hair. Yeah. Yes. It's like, instead, guaranteed, even for me right now, I'll probably be like, oh, didn't brush it today. Thanks. They're like, oh, this, this whole thing. Oh, this God. Thing. It's like someone says, I love your dress. You're like, it was from Target. $10. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> I, who cares? I still love it. Why does it? Ha- Brittany, and I've done that. And I'm like, I'm so plain small, right? That yeah. I love your dress and I got it for $2. And I I don't need to yeah. tell you that I got it for $2. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. Yes. And I think it's from, again, for me, when I deflect, it's wanting others to feel comfortable. So when we're shining and we see, we're seen in our shine and in our bigness, it's like the fear of making someone else feel inadequate. It's that Miriam Williamson quote, my favorite, I won't get into it, but like basically our biggest fear is not like our darkness, but our light. So I feel like it's 
it comes from that. Like if I shine, then what does that do for them? Like, let me help that person feel more comfortable. That's for me at least. Brittany, so good. That was another awareness, the compliments. I'm going to be more aware because I do, I deflect compliments and it's almost like it's too late. It's out of my mouth. And I'm like, what am I saying? It's already out there. It's so unconscious that it's hard for me to receive all this attention if somebody's saying, oh my God, you look so great. You're so right. I feel bigger than they are. Like I'm shining brighter than they because of what they're telling me, which is such a lie. That's mm-hmm. not true. Right. Yeah. Because imagine a world where all of us got to shine. And just by you exuding that bigness, you're giving that person permission to do the same. And you it's not your job to take on if that's triggering for that person or whatever it makes them feel like that's their work. So I feel like all of us listening, maybe that can be such a fun thing to notice is like when someone compliments you, what are you saying back? Can you practice just taking it in, receiving it? What was the other one? The thing, no thank you. Like if you're good, if you don't want something, like how can you be more clear? No, thank you. And be okay with that and be okay with being direct without feeling like a biatch or whatever the story is, right? Ooh, that was so great. Brittany, yeah. thank you. <laughs> so, I didn't even like say about your company. You're the founder. Oh. Of, yeah, lead her. Tell us about yeah. that. Yeah, gosh, lead her. It's so interesting because the essence of lead her is everything we're talking about. And yet it took me this whole year of trying to be something different, trying to morph all these things based on watering it down to now coming back to like who I am in my fullest expression. So it's, it's so crazy how our brands are an extension of us. And I do feel like lead her is the extension of women having permission to be in their fullest expression even in their life, even in their business? Like, what does it look like if you were to embody who you were and become wildly successful because of that? Yeah. So, and there's there's a lot of different layers. I do masterminds, um, retreats. I'm going to be doing a conference. Wow. Um, and then I do a lot of coaching around, like, how do we as women entrepreneurs and leaders lead from a place of fullest self-expression and embodiment. Thank you so much for being here. And congratulations wow. on Lead Her. Thank you. It sounds yeah. phenomenal. Yeah. Follow Brittany on Instagram at Brittany.Barcelos. Right? Got that right? <laughs> yeah. B-A-R-C-E-L-L-O-S until September of 2023, y'all. <laughs> Are you going to change your Instagram? I, you know, that's always a tough decision. I don't, I've, I've been trying to find, you know, how you like block off different accounts until that one day, like I've got about five different names in there. <laughs> so thank you for having me. You are just shining. It's always a pleasure and I can't wait to connect more with your audience. Thank you, Brittany. Everybody follow Brittany on Instagram and you know what? Thank you for this conversation about self-expression, about choosing you. Are you willing to be a weirdo and be different? I mean, we talked about so much and phenomenal. Everybody get back up, you know, and just expand out energetically. You've got this and we'll see you next time. You've got this.
Thank you so much for listening. If you loved this episode and know of another girl who can benefit from this message, please share it with your girlfriends and tag me on Instagram at Joanna Vargas Official. I love your DMs. Also, I would be honored if you'd take 30 seconds and give the Get Up Girl a five-star review. I appreciate and love you all. And remember, girl, to get up and live fully.